أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد Alhamdulillah by Allah Ta'ala Alhamdulillah by Alhamdulillah by Allah Ta'ala's father We've reached these Mubarak last 10 days of Ramadan Last night was the night of the 21st This Ramadan it's easy to keep track Because the night of Ramadan will match with the Calendar date of April And the Gregorian calendar so last night was the night of the 21st and tonight will be the night of the 22nd um, and yesterday was the 21st calendar day of April and today is the 22nd calendar day of April. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. These last 10 nights of Ramadan are the most holy and sacred of the nights of Ramadan and in them is contain the Laylatul Qadr and this Ramadan from the very beginning it's a hadith narrated by Tabarani that the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ascended his pulpit and said Amin three times the companions عنهم, asked him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam what, what is it you were saying Amin to and he said Sayyidina Jibreel Alayhi Salam came to me and he said to me Whoever reaches Ramadan and they aren't forgiven, that person is cursed. That person is far from Allah Ta'ala and far from Allah Ta'ala's mercy and Allah Ta'ala's fadl, from Allah Ta'ala's grace. Say Ameen. And so the Rasul Wasallam said Ameen. And then the second thing he said, whoever reaches the old age of one or of both of their parents and they're not able to serve them in order enough to be forgiven that person is truly cursed say ameen and the rasul sallallahu alaihi said ameen and the third thing the Sayyidina jibril alayhi salam said is what whoever you're mentioned in front of them and they don't say salat and salam on you because of which they are forgiven that person is truly cursed. Say Amin, and the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said Amin. The qadr mushtarak, the thread that's common between these three things, is what? They are things that are so easy. They are things that are so easy to receive forgiveness through, so breathtakingly easy. Only a person who's cursed will be able to get through them unforgiven. And these are the gifts of Allah Taala's fadl, the gifts of Allah Taala's grace that we did nothing to earn. And that we can never do anything to repay. Ramadan comes whether you're a good person or not. Ramadan comes whether you invested in Bitcoin or not. Ramadan comes whether you have the job of your dreams or not. Ramadan comes if you're black or white, if you're a man or a woman, if you're a convert, if you're Arab, Ajam, if it doesn't matter, Ramadan comes anyway. It's nothing you did or nothing I did. However, there's so many opportunities in Ramadan in order to be forgiven. And these opportunities intensify. They intensify when in the last 10 days. 
And these opportunities intensify within the last 10 days in the Laylatul Qadr. And the fact of the matter is, inshallah, inshallah, by Allah Ta'ala's fadl, everybody who is a Muslim, everybody who has any hadl or any share of Islam, at least you pray. Even if you just pray Isha and you pray Fajr. The intensity of Laylatul Qadr is that this is enough for a great deal for you in this world and the hereafter. People like me have made a profession in order to scare you into praying more and giving more zakat and being a good person and don't do haram and this and that and the other thing. But alhamdulillah, mashallah, you guys probably already figured out we're going to Jannah anyway. Inshallah, I mean, all of us go. Inshallah, all of us go. So, okay, you know, this is bad form with Allah Ta'ala. Allah chose you, gave you hidayah, gave you better common sense. You should pick a better way for yourself. But if you think I'm going to Jannah anyway, inshallah, you probably are going to go to, go to Jannah anyway. Inshallah. A person should never feel like it's like for sure, for sure. This itself is a, it's a sin and it's bad form with Allah Ta'ala. And sometimes that feeling becomes so offensive to Allah Ta'ala that he takes it away. But Allah Ta'ala is not out to get you. He didn't bring you into his house in order to humiliate you. The fact that you're even here, it's a good sign, inshallah. We have a good opinion of Allah Ta'ala without ever taking our deen for granted and without taking his gifts for granted. But the day, the day your jaw opens and your mouth marvels, when you're in Jannah and you see the ranks of the awliya of Allah Ta'ala and the people who Allah Ta'ala loved and you see how much Allah Ta'ala gives a person, you're not going to say, I wish I'm in Jannah anyway, I wish I went back and like slept, you know, for another hour. What are you going to wish? You're going to wish you could go back and do another good deed. Why? Because you see how little it takes from you here and how much Allah Ta'ala gives for you there. Nobody walks into the car dealership, even if you have no, if, even if you have no intention to buy a car. Even if you have no intention to buy an expensive car, you're going to go buy the cheap model. Nobody walks into the dealership except for they see the nicest car in the place and it's all like, you know, in the center and has all the bells and whistles and the features and things like that. And says, I, nobody says that, yeah, no, I don't want that. Everybody says, this, is, this looks really neat. It captures everyone's attention. Even the people with turbans and beards, it captures your attention. You're like, hey, that's really nice. Allah Ta'ala mentions Surah, Surah Yasin. We just read it, I think, yesterday in the Taraweeh that I'm, I'm reading, right? Ya layta qawmi qala, ya layta qawmi bima, ya layta qawmi ya'lamuna bima ghafara li rabbi wa ja'alani min al-mukrameen. That this poor man, he stuck up for the emissaries of Islam amongst his people. And they, 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 they martyred him, they killed him. It's hadf. It's actually not even mentioned in the Quran. It's just that he mentions that uh, uh, he told them what's good, and then it's implied that it didn't go well. The part of him being killed is not. It's not mentioned, but the first sentence right after he dies is mentioned. That the first thing he says after his soul leaves, and then he realizes what happened. So I wish my people just knew. I wish my people knew. I really. I wish my people knew. How much Allah Ta'ala has forgiven me? And how much How much Allah Ta'ala has honored me and given me so generously? How much ikram my Rabb has given to me because of this thing? Nobody who dies on Iman will ever want to come back to the dunya. Forget about the awliya and the, the uh, great, great ones. Even the simplest of people who is, their Islam is flat out uninspiring to a normal person. 
just this la ilaha illallah a person carries with them inside of their heart. Nobody is going to die and then say, I want to go back to the dunya when they realize how much this thing was worth. This thing that we take for granted and that we give no attention to and that we plan for our money and for our vacation and for our real estate and for our investments and all of that and we take for granted this thing is going to be in our back pocket always. A day will come, none of that stuff is going to matter. This thing is going to be more precious than life itself. We underestimate what the, the value of that is. On that day, on that day, brothers and sisters, you're going to wish, Yom Al-Qiyamah, you're going to wish. That Ramadan, look at this opportunity Allah Ta'ala gave us, we could do a little bit more. You're sleepy and I'm sleepy. Your children are sleepy and my children are sleepy as well. They're here. Abdullah, are you sleepy? He's like, no, I'm not sleepy. MashaAllah, Allah Ta'ala give you more himma and courage. He's sleepy, okay? He's sleepy. Your wife is sleepy, my wife is sleepy. People are tired, people are hungry, people are all of these things, just a little bit more. Ayyamun ma'duda. There are just very few days. There are just very few days. And they're going to pass. Two Jumas from now, you're going to have lunch, inshallah. These days are going to pass. Even if you fast, it's not going to be the same, is it? These days are going to pass one way or the other. Whether you spend them in ibadah, they're going to pass. Whether you spend them watching TikTok videos and watching Netflix and watching YouTube videos about kitty cats and pushing yarn across the screen or whatever, all of these days are going to pass one way or the other. Allah Ta'ala gave us these very few days. Whoever cannot do something in them in order to be forgiven, which is very easy. Which is very easy. All you have to do is ask Allah Ta'ala with sincerity. All you have to do is ask Allah with sincerity to forgive you. You're forgiven. Everything you do after that is what? It's just icing on top of the cake. It's very easy, but you have to come forward and you have to do it. There are a couple of things I wanted to mention, inshallah, so that this talk doesn't go overboard. One is that the taraweeh is there. If you cannot spend the nights, the entire nights in the masajid, then you can at least pray in jama'ah, you can pray your taraweeh in the masjid as much as you're able to. If you can pray the entire 20 rak'ahs with the three rak'ahs of witr, then that's wonderful. If not, whatever you can pray, pray it. Something is better than nothing. This is not a fiqh pronouncement. This is just advice. The second thing is this, is that if you can stay in the masjid for the night, even if you cannot do i'tikaf formally, like stay for the entire 10 days or stay for a couple of days, because i'tikaf has a set form. It's an act of worship, like Salat has a set form, like fasting has a set form. You cannot, you know, there are rules for all of those things. Even if you cannot do i'tikaf, and the Jummah talk is not a time to teach fiqh in general, nor is it an effective one even if you choose to make it. So learn how to make i'tikaf from people, it's not just kind of freestyle. But if you can't do it, you still stay in the masjid for, for the night. If you can't stay all the nights, Friday night, if you don't have work tomorrow, stay in the masjid tonight. The nights are not all that long. Stay in the masjid and then uh, go have your suhoor or bring something from the grocery store with you and then, you know, pray your fajr and then go home. All of these things do them in order to what? In the hope that your net is going to be cast and Allah Ta'ala will send something your way. You know, like a fisherman puts the net in the water, the net doesn't generate fish. It doesn't make fish. The fish is something Allah Ta'ala sends. But if your net is in the water, how many fish are you going to catch? You're going to catch zero. So you should have some weird, you should have some amount of dhikr, Quran, ibadah, prayer, something that you do every night, 
which will act as a net to catch the fadl of Allah Ta'ala because there are people out there Laylatul Qadr could be every night of the year it's not going to affect them they're, they're baraka proof, they're nur proof they're khair proof there are people who were the relatives and neighbors of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam there's no greater source of baraka and nur that Allah Ta'ala put in his creation than him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam but they went by completely unaffected you have to have something in order to catch, some, catch something. You cannot just be like, hey, you know, I'm from Pakistan, so I'm, of course this is, I'm going to go to Jannah. It doesn't work that way. Or from wherever, I'm Arabi, I'm Ajami, I'm Hyderabad, I'm just, we name whatever, plug and chug, whatever you want to in there, right? You can't, it doesn't work that way, even though oftentimes we assume it does. The second practical note is what? Is that the Eid al-Fitr is coming up when it comes. In order for the Eid al-Fitr to be an Eid al-Fitr for you, you have to give the Zakat al-Fitr. There's a difference of opinion, Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, they considered it to be wajib, that it's, this is from the, from, from the obligations of deen. That a person who has the ability to pay, according to Abu Hanifa, the person who has the nisab for zakat, according to Malik, even if you only have the whatever, $7 for zakat al-fitr, and you pay it, and then you can also receive it afterward, you still, pay, you still have to pay it. And it's not just for adults, it's for everybody. Man, husband, wife, children, everybody. And what is it? The reason Allah Ta'ala, His Messenger وسلم, explained to us the reason it's legislated is what? Is it's a purification for your fast from Allahu wa Rafath. Those times in the fast, because the fast, fast is also an active act of worship. Those times in the fast that you weren't on the ball, your mind was not where it's supposed to be, your tongue was not where it's supposed to be. Those times that a person thought of indecency, those times that a person talked about indecency, etc. This is a way of what? Purifying the fast. Just like you clean something, like a shopkeeper will dust something before showing it to a customer or polish it. So that your Ramadan should be acceptable to Allah Ta'ala. You and me do it, but Allah Ta'ala only accepts from who He wills. Allah Ta'ala does not accept from anyone except for the one who fears Him. So this is a favor from Allah Ta'ala. He gave us a way of ex this being accepted from Him. Zakat al-Fitr is not rendered by putting it in a box. Listen very carefully. Zakat al-Fitr is not, because a day will come, if you, don't say nobody told you. If this is important, you need this to happen for you, I'm explaining how you're going to make it happen. Zakat al-Fitr is not rendered by it being put into a box. Zakat al-Fitr is rendered by what? It being received by a poor person. Not by the masjid, not by uh, a relief organization, not by uh, a person with a beard, not by some islamic person, not by a woman with a fancy hijab, not by any of those things. By what? By being received in the hand of the poor person, poor Muslim who is eligible to receive zakat al-fitr. This means you have to think about this. How are you going to give it? The point of Zakat al-Fitr is the purification for the fast inwardly. Outwardly, the point of Zakat al-Fitr is so that the poor people can celebrate Eid. If you think that putting money in a box in the morning at the time of Eid prayer is helping any poor person celebrate that particular Eid, that's not how time and space work. Right? I'm broke. I need to celebrate Eid. Because I'm not friends with... Doc Brown from Back to the Future, and I don't have a time machine. I need that money at least on the morning before coming to the Eid Salat in order for me to be able to attend the Eid 
with some peace of mind. Rasulullah said in a narration, أَغْنُوهُمْ فِي هَذَا الْيَوْمِ أَغْنُوهُمْ عَنْ ذُلِّ السُّؤَالِ فِي رِوَايَةٍ وَكَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَاةُ Enrich your poor so that they don't have to humiliate themselves by asking. Enrich your poor. Make them rich on this day as well. That they have like $100 in their pockets so that they can have Eid also with their kids. This requires thinking on your part. If you put the money in a box, it will not be distributed in time by the time the Eid Salat is happening. And it will count as a sadaqah for you. But that thing about zakatul fitr, purifying your fast and making it eligible for acceptance and making your Eid the Eid Mubarak, it is not going to happen. So I don't know what the arrangements in this masjid are, but most masajid, what they do is what? Is that they will look for poor people and they'll pay in advance and they cannot do anything with the money that's there at the time. If they can, if they cannot, you talk to them, you make sure that your zakatul fitr is distributed. I made arrangements for my zakatul fitr, you also make sure that your zakatul fitr is distributed in a proper way so that your Eid also can be an Eid Mubarak. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us all. Inshallah, you can take a couple of minutes for your sunnahs. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.